listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we've got Mr. Steve Ronaldo in at the round table. We're supposed to have a guest calling in momentarily, uh, Mr. Jeff uh, Dreyfus. The carburetor doctor is supposed to be calling in and for the first segment, and we hadn't heard from Jeff yet, so he might have overslept. We don't know. Yeah, you never know with this kind of weather. That That's true. And... Uh, I don't, uh, well, anyway, yeah, I could have slept in myself, as a matter of fact, for a little while. Yeah. But you can't do that in this business. You have to come in anyway. So, yeah, well. And yeah, I appreciate you being in. There's a, uh, this weekend here in Atlanta, uh, the weather is just supposed to be horrible. Rain all day, today and tomorrow, and there's tons of car events going on this, this weekend that I think are going to be, you know, if not rained out, there won't be a whole lot of participation. They'll be uh, rained on, huh? Yeah, They're I think so. Raining on their parade. Yeah, you know. I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's too bad because uh, we've had we've had pretty weather and uh, and at the same token, though, uh, needing the rain. So yeah, I guess we're doing <clears throat> what we need. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You know, nobody's ever happy with the weather. <laughs> No, but in Atlanta, you wait a few minutes and it'll change. It's like you and I were talking before the show. I kept driving through. I'd be in one spot and it was pouring down. I'd be, you know, two seconds later it'd be dry. Two seconds later yeah. it'd be wet. But yeah, that's it's Atlanta. really odd. That's Atlanta, Georgia. So we hope everybody's having a good weekend and getting ready for uh, Father's Day next weekend and more car stuff going on. Oh yeah, all and the time. Yeah. We've got the uh, we've got a I'll, I'll do a little announcement uh, in that uh, they contacted us, which was nice. And uh, did you know that uh, come October, Las Vegas is going to have their first annual Concourse de Elegance. They've never had one in Las Vegas. That's a surprise. I I would have thought that place would have had them all the time. <laughs> yeah, I would have thought so. That's. Uh, but no, they uh, they contacted us, and we'll be doing uh, some advertising for them. They're going to be doing a couple of our shows, uh, sponsoring a couple of shows for us in uh, August and September. So we're giving them a little free publicity. Good. And uh, if you're interested in the uh, Las Vegas area, or you live in the Las Vegas area, well, you need to check out uh, their new Concourse Delicates. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It should be a, a one thing about it. They shouldn't have to worry about being rained out. No, but when it does rain there, it yeah, rains it there. <laughs> it's and half of the desert comes floating down the road. Yeah, it's 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 not a pleasant place. Anyway, I got something that's kind of interesting. <clears throat> My 37 Cadillac, uh, that car always had bad steering. It, it just never... Uh, never steered like I thought it should, so I figure, well, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and tackle that job. So I called my friend, the tech editor for the Cadillac LaSalle Club. Huh? I can hear your hand. Oh, anyway, he uh, he sent me a a uh, uh, out of an old motors manual. He sent me the how to adjust the steering box stuff. Because the Cadillac shop manuals and most shop manuals of that era 
were written for the service professional, not for the home guy or the local, just the independent guy. So in the service manual, it just says, adjust the steering box. It doesn't give you the, the, uh, uh, the procedures. Anyway, so I followed that. Titan F still had a lot of free play. So I called my buddy up in uh, Ohio and see what he had. He has the biggest uh, General Motors restoration shop in the country. And uh, he uh, said, well, I'll tell you this. It's got the strangest steering system on it. Coming down from the gearbox, you know, it's the Pittman arm. And then a lot of times that's just connected to a pivot point straight ahead on an axle. Well, a lot of the big cars had a, a um, center pivot, which made supposedly made steering easy. And uh, uh, Doug said, he said, I guarantee you if you take that, they call it, either call it drag link or steering idler arm in the old days. Anyway, he said, if you take that thing apart, you're going to find a broken spring. and Because how it's put together is you have a ball at the end of the pitman arm, a ball at the end of the, the center pivot, and there's uh, pieces in there, but they're, they're held in place or they have springs behind them to give you a little free play and also to make the steering a little easier. Well, anyhow, I said, well, I'll see. And sure as could be, I took that, that, that pitman arm apart and found a broken spring on the the uh, uh, the the, uh, uh, the, the on the pitman arm side of that drag link or or idler, and then I called Doug back and he said, "Yeah, I figured you would." He said, "I got a kit made up for you." He said it was very common on the big cars like Cadillacs, Packards, Pierce Arrows that use that, and they all use that kind of system. That the, the that that those springs would break simply because of the weight of the car that you're 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 uh, trying to get the the uh, uh, steering to move in. So he said, "I'm sending you a kit." So it was really it, it it's kind of an odd thing if you uh, anyway. Like I said, there's an unscrew plug at the end of of that that drag link, and then all the pieces come out, and that. Uh, and you put it back together, and then you adjust it. There's a thing you tighten up as tight as it'll go, and you have to have a, a special tool to do it. I made one. And uh, then you back it off like one turn or to the closest cotter pin hole that you can to line the slot up and put the cotter pin through. And it's amazing the difference it makes. That car steers now like it's it's got power steering. Of course, when the car stops or you're stopped and you're in a parking lot or, or you know, somewhere just get trying to get it moving and making a turn in a like a parking lot situation. Uh the the uh uh it still takes a an effort but nothing like it did before. So for for any of you guys that, that have these uh, older cars and have a setup like that uh it, it might be worth checking and you're always God this car steers hard. It, it might be worth checking to see if you don't have a, a, a broken spring because Doug said the big cars especially. Uh, he said almost everyone we get in here has be- between one and four broken springs. So he had a, a company, and I'm not sure who it was, make up a special heavy-duty spring kit for, for those things in it. And it, it sure made a huge difference. 
So again, you something worth uh, kicking around or or taking a look at because I never would have thought that in a million years, and uh, I'm I'm really glad we have people that you can contact to uh, um, that have the knowledge and the expertise to uh, uh, to do this stuff. So the Cadillac should be pretty much ready to go uh, on the next tour, and that'll be the Glidden tour in. Uh, October in uh, uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina, will be the next one of the uh, the next tour for it. And we're getting ready to go to. Uh, well, we are sort of. I tell uh, you what, uh, you know, sometimes the bear gets you, and sometimes you get the bear. And uh, 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 Mr. Dreyfus and I got our, our uh, Dreyfus and I sort of got our, our wires crossed. Not him, me, and uh, but we have Andy Snow on the line, and. Uh, Andy is with the auction that's coming. So yes. Let me transfer him in, and uh, we'll get going with Andy. Hello, Andy. Oh. Well, anyway, yeah, we're he's holding the first national auction we've had in the Atlanta area in years. Hello, okay, Andy should be on the line. I, I'm here. I can hear. All righty, now you should be able to hear yeah. us. Okay. Hello, Andy. He's there. Y'all, y'all, I can y'all. I can't hear y'all. Great. Okay. Well, it's uh, as we talk. I'll bring everybody. Yeah. Up, okay. Perfect. Thank you. So, yeah. How you doing, Andy? I am doing great. How are you? Good. Where are you this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, this week I'm I'm actually at home. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona, and it's uh, five minutes. Let's see. It's ten minutes after five in the morning, and I and I'm alive and well and breathing unassisted. Uh, this way, you can you should appreciate us calling and getting you up. That way, you can after the show you can go work out uh, for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah, that'll be in my dreams. And we don't charge extra for this alarm service. Yeah, the uh, well, you know it's a great service. Boy, you were all were right on time. My <laughs> answer. So, so anyway, let's uh, talk a little bit about your auction that's coming up and when and where and and how to contact and then we'll talk about some of the cars that are coming okay uh it's the Kari auction you know we're we're returning to atlanta and we 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 couldn't be happier the um dates are june the 28th and 29th which is a friday and saturday the end of the month and it's going to be held right by the airport at the um, convention center that's there. I'm trying to think of the name of it, and I will here in just a minute. It's the, um, what in the world is the name of that place? <laughs> the convention, <laughs> the convention center. center. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, convention center. There we go. It's, but it's absolutely stunning. It's, uh, you can get on a tram at the airport if you're flying in, and uh, it'll take you right to the auction. It's, uh, it's the very first stop. If you live in Atlanta, there's you probably are familiar with the facility. I mean, it's absolute. I, I was blown away. It was gorgeous. They rolled out the red carpet for us. Um, the, the, the folks there could not be more friendly. And um, there's tons and tons and tons of parking available. Okay. We well, people- yeah, for people that are here, the, the easiest way... Uh, to get there is to to uh, there's two ways off of 285 take the Camp Creek Parkway exit 
and head towards the airport and as you get really close you'll see the convention center on your right and if you take if you come on 85 take the airport exit off of 85 to the main terminal and you can get on Camp Creek from there so you have two easy ways to get there uh, off of Camp Creek Parkway or take Marta yeah you could take Marta to the airport yeah yeah. yeah. By the way, the name of it is the Georgia International Convention Center. Oh, well, I didn't know it had all that extra stuff. It's just the convention it's center. <laughs> it's a wonder it's not named after someone. Yeah, not yet. Well, it will be. When somebody writes a big enough check, it'll be, it'll, it'll be named after somebody. <laughs> yeah, the Home Depot Convention Center. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a convention center type facility in Tulsa, Oklahoma that for years and years was called the Quick Trip. You know, Quick Trip is yeah, like, yeah. like a sure. 7-Eleven type store. And um, then the, there, there was a casino that bought the sponsorship. And now it's called the River City Convention Center. So, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, people change when they write more checks. Yeah, so. the, the baseball, isn't the, the new Atlanta Braves Stadium is going on? Because on, SunTrust, who built SunTrust, it or yeah. was the first sponsor now, is going to become something else. So they're, they're, everything changes all the time. With whoever's got the sure. biggest wallet. Mercedes. Uh, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium downtown. Yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff. I, the Andy Snow uh yeah, Andy Snow that, Convention that, that Center. Convention yeah. Center. That has a good ring to it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a check for five dollars. It'll be in the mail. It's not a last. It won't even last till the check gets there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, post, the postage is almost more, and, but, and no guarantee it'll get there. All right. Let, let's talk a little bit about. Let's talk about Vicari first. What I know that uh, we've had we've talked before. Uh, what sets. Vicari apart from Barrett Jackson, from Auctions America, from you know Mannheim. all of those places. Yeah, or whatever. No, Mannheim's the dealer thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but what? What? I know there's some things that you guys do that that set you apart from the rest of the industry. Well, you know, we're a family auction. And, and by that, what I mean, uh, what I mean is, when people come to our sale, they feel welcome, they feel at home, and uh, and they they know they're going to enjoy themselves. That you know, there, there's no pressures, there's no um, people people uh, fighting to be on television, you know, to be seen and uh, on television and. Uh, some of the stuff that occurs in a lot of auctions today, you know, we, we don't have 2,000 cars or 1,000 cars or 3,000 cars. You know, we have four to 500 cars. And i got to tell you, that's a lot of work, you know, doing four to 500 cars and to try to get good cars. It, uh, you got to work at it. And we do. So people can come, they can be relaxed, they're going to, it's, in many ways, it's a social event. They come to see their old friends. Our uh, bidding fees, registration fees, are all reasonably priced, you know, at, um, in Atlanta, um, we're charging 
8% to buy a car. And some of the other guys now are charged, they were at 10%, now they're charging 12%. You know, we charge 8% to sell a car. Or you sell it no reserve or bring six or eight cars, we can cut that down so that the people bringing the cars are not going to have to pay 12% to, you know, to sell a car or 15% or whatever whatever it is. I mean, they're just charging more and more. We, we haven't done that. Our entry fees are $200 to, to $350, depending on the time of the day that the cars sell. That's a whole lot different than $1,500, what some of the guys are charging. Now, having said that, we specialize in collector cars that I'm going to use the term affordable you know we don't start at a hundred thousand and go up you know we don't sell a lot of million dollar cars wow. um, Andy, we sell some can we stop there for, and uh, take our first break and we'll get back and talking about uh, what you all do sell we'll be back right after this Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with Andy Snow, and uh, we're talking about the auction that's coming up here very shortly in Atlanta. Tell us the date and the times and, and all that, Andy. It's June the 20th, Friday and Saturday, June 28th and 29th. You know, the doors will open at 9 a.m., and the memorabilia will start selling... Automobilia, if you will, will start selling um, at 11. The cars will start selling about noon. Okay. Well. So, so it, um, again, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We're, you know, we hope to be over the end of the day by 5 o'clock or 6 o'clock. We're not going to try to keep you there till 8, 9 o'clock at night. Um, it's just a relaxed atmosphere. The thing I like that we talked about before, which I think really sets this apart from the others, is that guarantee that you guys have about the cars. I, okay. I that's very impressive to me. <laughs> well, to us, it's natural. You know, it's uh, we don't look at it. It's not. It's not a written guarantee. It's a common sense thing that we've done since the day we had the first auction. And uh, Mr. Vicari, Pete, everybody calls him Pete. Um, just thought it was fair, and uh, and uh, I do too. 
what happens occasionally is a car gets grossly misrepresented. And you buy something that it's not the way we advertised it. Now, we don't do the advertising. We're actually not, when I say that, we don't write the descriptions. The customer provides us with the description of the car. It's not our car. So, car comes in, the client describes the car, let's say they say it's matching numbers. And the car is not matching numbers. It's not even remotely close to matching numbers. But the man who brought us the car has bought that car from somebody, and he has, he said, well, I've got it right here. Those numbers are matching. And we said, well, sir, it's, it's not. So anyway, he sells the car, but the guy who buys the car says, hey, you know, I paid for a car that's matching numbers. This one is not matching numbers. And so I don't want the car. So initially, we'll try to work it out where at a reduced price. You know, if the guy said, well, you like the car. What you don't like is that it's, it's not matching numbers. Would you like it for less money? Well, sometimes they say yes, and the seller says, well, my gosh, I, you know, I certainly didn't know that the car was misrepresented. And, I, you know, he said yes. He said if that's what it's worth, that's what it's worth. So then we got a happy buyer and happy seller. Well, and sometimes the guy, the seller, and the buyer don't get together. The buyer will say no. He said, I bought that car because it was matching numbers. I, otherwise, I wouldn't have bought it. And the seller said, well, I didn't know that about that. He said, yeah, what, what can we do? Well, what we do is we say, well, how about we'll buy the car from you? Whatever the, you know, whatever the sale price was, we'll buy the car. So it's now, and we do. So what happens when we do that is we have a happy buyer and a happy seller. There's no lawsuits, there's no threats. Everybody is happy, including us, the auction company. You say, well, Andy, how, how could you, you guys be happy when you just had to pay for that car? Well, we didn't throw the money away. We now have an asset. The car, ha the car is an asset to our company. We do four auctions a year, so we'll, we will resell that car. And several things occur. One, we're not paying an entry fee to sell the car because, you know, it's our car. It's your car, our yeah. Option. Right. We're not paying a seller's fee, a seller's commission. We're not, you know, I mean, we don't charge ourselves to sell cars. <laughs> um, and we're not, uh, uh, whoever buys the car is paying a buyer's premium. So we're going to get 8%. We've got, we've got the car whatever it sells for, plus an additional 8%. Believe it or not, we normally will make money. We'll normally still sell it and come out. If we, if we, if we don't make money, we'll, we'll generally at least break even. Or close, so, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, so, and look, if we lose a couple of hundred dollars or even a couple of thousand on one car, that is not the end of the world. But it sure was worth whatever it cost for the goodwill of our customers. 
Sure. Everybody's everybody is happy. I agree. I think it's a great program. I don't know of any of the other ones that do things like that. Andy, I'm going to interrupt you, and uh, we'll go to a break. If we lose you, we're about to get into a very heavy storm. Uh, We can hear thundering and lightning uh, as we're speaking, and I just went on to the radar, and it looks like we're fixing to get pounded. So we'll keep going, but if something happens, I just want everybody to know that... uh, the weather got us today so we'll be back with andy right after a couple of words be right back okay your auto love and investment demands the best and for 45 years passport transport has been meeting those demands from manufacturers to the one car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby the first and the finest with unequal service and peace of mind passport transport your auto transportation company Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, I'm Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit JCTaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Andy Snow. And uh, we, uh, as I mentioned, if we happen to lose you or lose everyone, we are sitting right under. In fact, uh, normally we can't even hear it, but we're hearing the thundering and seeing the lightning that's uh, going on right on top of us at the moment. So if if we go off the air suddenly... Georgia Power has just taken one, or we've just taken one. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody yeah, has. This weekend is not going to be a good one for car stuff. So anyway, we're back with Andy Snow, and uh, uh, you all were talking about the, uh, I guess, guarantee. The, gar- the guarantee. I, I, I don't know of any other of the auction houses, the national auction houses that do this. Uh, I I don't know of anyone because I know I've I've had calls from people who have bought cars and auctions that were uh, uh, misrepresented, and it's just that well what they tell them is well you know it's it's not our responsibility you need to talk to you know who's the owner. Well, that's you know by contract that's true. However, one guy to another guy. It's not. Uh, it's not always right. No. You know, Andy, I'd like to throw out something. I, I'm. I'm. I can't afford to be in the classic car business, but uh, 
You know, having the radio show, and we've interviewed, I don't know how many, over 15 years, uh, 16 years that we've been doing this, but the one thing I will say, I would bet that in all of your experience with this guarantee, there's never been uh, maybe one bad apple, but not many bad apples that intended or to try to to uh, lie or cheat or take advantage of somebody. The, the people in this hobby and uh, industry are just good people, and I don't think anybody's intentionally. Have, have you all? You probably haven't seen very many that the intent was to defraud. I don't. Uh, that part is true. But I will tell you. <laughs> Nothing today surprises me. <laughs> yeah. no, I'll go along with that. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll give you an example of a magic numbers car where we yeah. sold a car that, that was advertised as matching numbers. Now, we do take steps to protect both the buyer and the seller, by the way. And people probably should be aware of it. <laughs> so, we had a guy that six months after he bought the car, called, he said, I'm bringing the car back, I want to talk to you. And he said, uh, I bought this car as a matching numbers car, and it's not matching numbers. So we, took, we, we said, okay, bring it on back, and we'll take a look. You know, bring it back to the office. And so he brought the car back. This was another, this was the Lake Auction Company in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he brings the car back, and he said, uh, take a look at this. He said, I bought this. And we, we, I said, well, why'd you wait six months to figure this out? And he said, well, he said, I was busy. I just never bothered to look at the car. He said, I travel in my work. And, and I, uh, you know, he was uh, enlisted. He was in the service. Um, and he did travel a lot. So we said, okay, let's, uh, let's go in office. We'll go through this. And what we do when a car comes in, if the number is, uh, we ask all of our customers. We want photo documentation, so we don't have a problem with numbers matching anything. But we want you to photo document, and we'll put that in, so we can show that to the buyer. Well, what had happened, <laughs> I don't know what happened. But we had a picture of the man's car with the numbers matching engine when it was when it came into our sale and when it left our sale. We, you know, we photo document the cars, and it was in the file. And he was in the office, and you could tell he was very uncomfortable. But have I told you all this story? No, no. Not. Well, first of all, well, what is numbers matching? I bet, I bet some of our people listening have no idea what numbers matching means. It could mean a lot of different things. It could mean the engine is matching. We have a checklist as to what matches, what numbers match. The drivetrain, it could be a lot of different things. And you can check off on this list what matches specifically. <clears throat> So that that you know eliminates any confusion as to what you're buying. Well, when we showed this to this man, you could tell he was becoming very he was becoming extremely uncomfortable. Now we could have we could have said, look, 
you're going to have to keep this car because um, the numbers match. When you left here, the, the proper engine was in the car. Well, that's a bad implication. It implies the guy switched engines. What we told him, we said, look, you've been around. I mean, you hadn't been, you've been traveling, you've been doing this. Uh, whoever you had do some work on the car switched engines on you. That's the only thing we can figure out. We never accused the man of switching the engine. Nah. And you could tell he was relieved. He also agreed that he was keeping the car. So whether he was trying to, you know, slip one by on us, or uh, <laughs> that's probably what it was, but, you know, who knows? Who knows what happens? Yeah, I'm sure you run into it like the uh, the the mo one of the more famous ones is uh, Series One fuel injected Corvettes up to the sixty ones and twos and sixties. Right. Yeah, they 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 didn't make many of them. And they got more of them now. Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, all 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 six thousand of them show up at the Bloomington Gold Meet. You know. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It is. It, it, it is. And, you know, it, it, it's, it, 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 I don't know. I, people like that just, you know, why, why don't you go do something else? Um, what about some of the cars? What, what kind of interesting stuff do you guys have? We have one out? car that has generated just so much interest. There's <laughs> a, a local guy, local to Atlanta. Uh, well, he lives, uh, I think, in Roswell. Um, that owns a vehicle that's got a, gotten a lot of publicity. It's called the plane car, like airplane, plane uh -huh. car, one word. And it's exact. And if you Google it, it'll blow you away. Um, it's half airplane. It's I think it was a Cessna combined with a Toyota, I believe. And it's the most incredible car you ever want to see. So it wasn't made. It was. I mean, it wasn't a. a uh, company it was a person produced producing person made, made car. Yes, yes, and it's by the way there is now there is now a company that's starting to make them, but <laughs> but this is the this is the original this is the prototype and it's uh, it's the most it's, I mean it's really a nice looking car. Strange, so I'm, I'm surprised yeah, I've never seen that thing around here. Well, you wouldn't forget it. <laughs> yeah, once yeah. you once you saw it, it sounds like an article that should be in Popular Mechanics or Popular Science it, it, in the fifties. <laughs> it, uh, it's it's correct. <laughs> <laughs> remember those things? That you remember yeah. they had one and they, they towed a trailer with the wings and stuff on it, right? And and you Absolutely. pulled off to the side of the road and attacked attached your wings and stuff and there you left. Do you remember uh, what the show was about? No, no, no. This was a, an advert. This was a story in Popular Mechanics. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. do you remember yeah. the TV show? No. Oh, yeah. There was a, he was a photographer and it was Bob um, I want to... Cummings. Uh, Bob Cummings. Exactly, yeah. And oh, the, I remember. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. He always had cute yeah. girls hanging around with him. Yeah, Robert Cummings. Yeah. yeah. And then he had... Um, I don't remember her name. He called her Schultze. She was... Um, yes. <laughs> she was the maid on... The, she became the maid, I think, on the Brady Bunch, right? That's right. That's right. 
you know, I'm looking at some of the stuff we have coming, and it's just, we have such an incredible lineup. There's over 200 cars already up online if you want to look. It's at Um or when you get around to looking. We have a, we have a, a 1901 and 1903 Oldsmobiles. Yeah, curb dash. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one of them is, yes, Absolutely. Uh, one is a, a two-passenger, and one is a four-passenger. They're uh, replicas, but they're they're gorgeous. I mean, they're really very, very cool. We have a 1931 Chrysler Model 70. It's a touring car. Absolutely breathtaking, if you look at it. And it has been resto-modded. You know, people love that term, resto-mod. I like the car, if they're done nice, I love, I like them, because I don't know how many of you, if you've ever tried to drive a 31 um, Chrysler, but they're hard to drive, you know, or, or a uh, uh, L29 Cord, you know, it's like driving Yeah, that's a, a very, yeah, that's a very hard car to drive. Absolutely. Well, what they've done with this car is they've put a, a modern engine in it. They only made 1,700 of them total in 1931. They've um, put in power windows, you know, but they've done it in a way without destroying the integrity of the car. It's got air conditioning. It's uh, got uh, disc brakes. What they've done is fix it so you can drive it and have fun on a car cruise without, you know, it's going to get you home and back. All right, here's a loaded question. If that were completely originally restored to a a number one condition versus this resto mod, which one do you think would be the highest value? You could flip a coin on that particular car. You think so? Yeah, it's very desirable either way. Um, uh, Andy, did they, did they, the original, uh, the, in that case, I believe the original car would bring more money. Andy, did they uh, put the air conditioning under the hood, or did they happen to put a trunk model in? I don't know. I haven't seen it, but uh, I haven't. I'm only, you know, I'm looking at pictures of it, but I haven't seen the actual car to inspect it yet. Is it? I wonder if it's a local car. I don't. I don't even know yeah, that. I, I wonder. I don't know. I've I've not seen that one either. But I I don't get to a lot of a lot of the local events. Like some of, some of our, my my buddies do. They go all the time to stuff. Anyway, we were talking about uh, and we can come back to this a little bit. You and I the other day were talking about what you see is happening. Uh, to, to values of certain cars going up, some cars going down, and as this is uh, your business, where, 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 do you see, where do you see this stuff going? That's, all, that's the question that always comes up. Where is this hobby going? And if you go on the AACA or Horses Carriage forums or any of the single uh, forums like Model A's, this there's always this discussion topic. Where is this hobby going? Well, good question. The uh, two things: quality 
will always hold its value. Now, you have to describe, you know, well, what is quality? Some of the older classics, people say, well, they've really come down in value because the the amount of people interested in buying them is diminishing, and that's true. They take up a lot of room. That's true. You know, they're big cars. <laughs> yeah, I do know. <laughs> um, you can only get one of them on a normal car trailer. <laughs> you can't, or, or an enclosed car trailer. You can't get two of them on there. Even people that collect them well, uh, complain about that. Um, but the top ones that are done to the nines, which is not a car that I personally would ever want, hold their value. But you also don't see people driving them and having fun on car cruises. God forbid, you know, they're going to get a little rock chip or a little ding or, you know, something when you're out there driving around the country. So those cars are not as desirable because the people that that really want them are dying off and the ones that have them are selling them in many cases the industry and the uh, has not changed the buyer has changed we're getting a lot younger buyer we used to have most of our clients were 50 and over well that's not so today you know with with the job market and with Technology and some of the newer industries, which are high-paying industries, we're getting a lot of people in their 20s and 30s that have disposable income. You know, they would not be interested in this 1931 Chrysler, but they're going to be interested in some of the supercars. You know, the the Ferraris, the Lamborghinis, the uh, even some of you know the high-dollar Corvettes, that type of stuff. So that's that. Uh, that's those are not cars that I personally want, but uh, you know a lot of people do, and we sell those. Not the real high dollar ones, but we sell them. Yeah. The other thing is the younger guys trying to get into the hobby, which is always something we try to encourage. You know, I'm an AA, active in AACA as you are, Steve, and we're always looking at ways to attract younger people. There's a company here called ClassicCars.com that every year in Phoenix they host a a car show it's it's grown to be quite a big deal because it's auction week and it's called, the name of it is Future Classics and we have a lot of the in many cases lesser expensive cars that are done up Nicely, you know, it's like it's like restoring or resto-modding this 1931 Chrysler. Well, they may do it with a Ford Falcon, and yeah. but those cars are affordable. A guy can buy the car for you know whatever, not very much money. You know, probably three, four thousand dollars, and then fix a car up, which which can get expensive. But it's something that they like and they want, and they don't have to finish it in one day. Yeah, I find the the new interest in the Japanese cars to be kind of uh, unusual. Yeah, because yeah. I I can't picture that, but that's of of my age. Anyway, we're gonna take a break. Andy, we'll be right back. Okay. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. 
just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Forty-five years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Mr. Andy Stone talking about snow, talking about uh, the auction that's coming up. And, um, Steve, I really want to push this because it, it's... Uh, Andy, will you all continue to come back uh, annually or year after year to do the auction? Yes, and that's one of the reasons we have received so much support from the local people. We signed a five-year agreement. It's not like we're going to come in and leave. We made a commitment, a financial commitment, for five years at this facility, at this convention center at the Atlanta airport. So, yes, to answer your question, yes. Your demographics, obviously, as we're sitting here, I I know Steve is obviously into the cars and and has them, has his own collection. Uh, Do you get a lot of folks uh, that are newbies coming to your auction and and first-time buyers and so forth? Yes. Yeah, we do. And a lot of it is because Steve is involved with um, the caffeine and octane Octane in Atlanta, which is you know it's a huge car show, and don't you Steve? Don't you see more and more younger people? Well, you do it that yeah, you do it that one because uh, what's kind of funny, uh, uh, Mike Teese, as you know, he he uh, mm-hmm. uh, will save me a spot in a special area where they put the more unusual cars, but they have as many as seven thousand cars there. They right. fill that parking lot. And most of them are younger guys, except in the, in, in you, we can call it the old fart section, where, they, <laughs> where, where the old cars are, you know? Or the, the like you said, the, the more unusual vehicles. Right. So the, the more unusual or, more, or, or older cars attract a certain crowd, and the younger people are attracted to other cars. I'm, I, you know, I just... I'm glancing here at the very first page of our of our website, you know, on, as to what cars are coming. I'm going to read them real quick. There's not that many of them, but uh, 
there's you know, 24, 26, anyway. So there's a 73 Volkswagen Beetle, a 71 Pontiac GTO, a 76 Pontiac Ventura SJ, a 2004 Chevrolet SSR, a 2013 Corvette, an 86 Corvette, a 1965 GMC C10, 2007 Toyota FJ Cruiser, a 1935 Packard 8. That's for me. Yeah, a 69 <laughs> Corvette, a 51 Ford Country Squire. It's a Woody. It's beautiful. A 70 Corvette, a 64 Corvette. Big block. I mean, that's a, that's a good car. Nice car, expensive car. 68 Chevrolet Impala Wagon. 2014 Tesla S70. That's one, that's their first uh, little sport. No, it's not. I thought that was a little two-door. It might be. I can't see. <laughs> 2001 Prowler. Plow, Those Prowler. are cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. A 1935 Auburn Speedster. A 58 Chevy Impala Convertible. 81 Bronco. A 19, I love this car personally. A 57 Pontiac Star Chief Convertible. Just beautiful. 65 GTO. Pontiac GTO. A 34 Ford Coupe. A 72 Plymouth GTX. 68 Roadrunner, Plymouth Roadrunner, a 64 Malibu. You know, it's, you go on and on and so on. So that's interesting. There's only two pre-World War II cars in that what you just that list. That's correct. And a whole lot more of 70s and 80s stuff than there is even 50s and 60s stuff. Yeah. Now, if we go further, we got a, we had one guy that brought us brought us 50 50 cars. Of the sale called us and um, nice collect five yes fifty wow okay and you know uh, the first car I'm looking at it his is a fifty six Mercury Montclair coupe and it's those are cool you know, it, it's different uh, yeah they're cool I mean it's a cool car so it's um, <laughs> thirty four well, of course this is a this is a newer car it's a thirty four Ford Roadster pickup, you know, but it's um, it's a very cool car. Well, but yeah, I, I get your drift, you know, I, I can see from your list, and I never thought about that, but it, the, the the demographics for both the people and the cars are, are definitely changing for, for the auction industry. Right. That's exactly right. So, but they do have a niche. I, I, we've talked about this before, you and I have, that you know, Barrett Jackson has a niche. You don't see yes. many old cars there. It's all newer stuff. Yeah, with an old one sprinkled in every now and then. And when you go to R&M or Goodings, you don't see many muscle cars. You see the, the big dollar Ferraris and the, the Porsches and the Lambos and, and that kind of stuff there. And and you guys tend, I think, from what you're saying, you guys tend to to sort of cater more to the younger, the the the, the new guys in this hobby. Well, uh, we try to cater to everybody, to be honest with you, and that you know that's hard. 
but uh, we've got, I'm looking at some of the older cars that we have. We have a 34 Ford sedan. We got a 33 Buick sedan, 28 Model A. You know, um, this is not real old, but I'll, I'll have a 40 Ford Deluxe, gorgeous car. Yeah, they're pretty. So, yeah, a 40 a Ford Standard. Um, we have a 57 Lincoln Continental or Mark II. And uh, I think those are the coolest cars. That, um, yeah. I don't have one. I don't particularly want one, but I sure like them. Yeah, those are those cars in the Buick Rivieras, uh, the first-generation Rivieras, are two of my favorite 1560s cars. Absolutely. We have 54 Chrysler New Yorker, beautiful. Mm, we had one. Uh, my my you dad, yeah, my dad had one when I was growing well, up. Well, go down and buy you one. <laughs> They're great. They're great cars. Oh, I, I remember it very well. And uh, my my dad and my grandfather would walk into the Chrysler dealership in Lubbock and each buy a car, and oh. they just you know they would bend over backwards for them. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> anyway, no. Let me ask you a question about being a, a buyer, a bidder. Do you uh, do you require a letter of credit, or how does somebody do that when they come? If, if we know the person and if they have been with us, we normally will not require a letter of credit. If the person is brand new, us and we don't know anybody that knows the person you know uh, then we will ask for a letter of credit <coughs> a lot of times you can call me and say Andy I got a buddy of mine coming I'll vouch for him just getting you know getting set up well if it's his very first time if he'll give us a letter of credit fine and if he won't I'm not terribly worried about it yeah I can understand. Do you have a bank there? Do you have people there? Do you have financial people at your auction? You betcha. Uh, the Keebler Federal Credit Union has been at all of our sales forever. They travel and come to our sales. Uh, they're out in New Orleans, I believe. Kessler, it's, it's Kessler. I, I didn't pronounce it right. And they're great. So, so you can you, you can arrange it right there, and then up, I'm sure you have trans transportation guys there too that are ready yes, to, we to do. take them uh, home. We, use, uh, we don't use. Uh, in fact, it's funny. We uh, I had talked with um, with uh, some friends of mine at Passport. Their schedule is uh, is such that um, <clears throat> they couldn't accommodate us, and a lot of our people don't want to ship in clothes. They want to ship open. Why? You know, do you, know, you, know, you understand an open carrier versus a yeah. closed truck? Well, you know, it's, it's money, basically. Well, of course. Of course it is. Hmm. So we've had a, a long-standing relationship with with uh, Tina. <laughs> I, and it, it's a, it, that's, her, that's the lady's name. She's very, very well known in the industry. Uh, she, she, can, she can arrange for both open and enclosed trailers. <coughs> Pardon me. Uh, and then, and she is on site. Oh, okay. Well, that's There's good. another lady that we met on our last trip to Georgia, 
that controls, I don't know, 50 or 60 open trailers. You know, that's her business, and she's right there locally. So to answer your question, yes. So it, you, can, you can just go there, buy a car, and have it handled. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Absolutely. It, uh, it, uh, we want you know we want to make it as easy as possible to come enjoy the sale if you see something you want. You don't have to worry about finding a finding a, a way to get it out of there and get it home. We have well, people right there on site. Andy, we only have a couple minutes left. If you can, uh, time is yours. Wrap it up and uh, all of the particulars about. Again, how to contact, how to see stuff, when, where, and how. Perfect. Atlanta, Georgia, June 28th and 29th at the convention center at the airport. It's the Georgia International Convention Center <coughs> at Hartsfield Airport. Uh, the doors open at... Um, Actually, I believe it's 10 o'clock. They'll be open 10 to 5 on a daily basis. You know, if you get there at 9 o'clock, we're going to be there. If you get there a little before that, we're still going to be there. <laughs> so that, <laughs> so it's, it's, not, uh, it's not cast in stone. You know, we're there to accommodate people to come to see us. Uh, on-site bidder registration is $100, and that's for, you know, you get two people, you get... Um, two people entered. You get uh, to come into the auction. But, you know that's all included. Uh, just regular daily admission is fifteen dollars. Children ten and under is free. You know, if, if with a with a paid adult. <coughs> Actually, they were going to open the gates at eight a.m. You know, but uh, we'll even be there before that. We moved that up earlier. We're expecting a big crowd in Atlanta. Well, I hope uh, it works. What, what else have I left out? There'll be four to five hundred cars somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, the website, please go to the website. You can see what's coming. VacariAuctions.com. And Vacari is spelled V like victory. V-I-C-A-R-I. Auctions.com. Auction. Figure.com. Uh, that's all I can tell you. Any questions, you call me, area code 602-677-6839. That's my mobile number. Um, I'm good 24-7. So, People call 24-7. So if Jim walks in and I can get in my, on, if he pays his admission and I and I come in on my knees and pretend I'm a kid, I get in for free? We'll let you guys in. <laughs> Press. <laughs> The press, uh, it's called the press pass. <laughs> you guys can come in. <laughs> yeah, you know, we, uh, we also, look, we also, for certain events or certain organizations, we will supply some passes. So if that's, if you have something special, you just let us know. Let me know. Okay. I, I, I. All right, I guess we're we're done. Thank you for calling, and I, I hope we talk to you again. And we will. 